Thanks to the Diamond Tanner Podcast Network, this is more Fired Up! We are more fired up on the Diamond Tina Podcast Network, and we're joined this morning by Dennis Carnahan, Stephen Ferris, and Trent Barrett, freed from his contractual obligations. Well, no, Trent isn't here, but he's freed from Manly, guys. How do we feel about that? Oh, it's wonderful, wonderful for Manly not to have to pay him to do nothing anymore. Like, he's been doing nothing for the last six months and getting paid for it. Now he's just doing nothing and not getting paid for it, and Manly's, you know, you can see the results for Manly. And, and very around. exciting for the Dragons community. There's another ex-player ready to take the reins. <laughs> the, the candidates are queuing up. Garth yeah, Brennan, yeah. Trent Barrett, the Walker brothers. Not Nathan Mark, Brown, though. Mark Coyne. No, no, Mark Coyne. Yeah. Yeah, we looking for a job. So many. <laughs> now, now, Stephen, can we just get something settled on the record? Because mm. we appear in a number of formats, including FBI 9.20am every Friday during the season, yeah. 94.5 FM. Dennis, I know you're generally not involved. And actually haven't <laughs> been on the show yet this season. We'll have oh, to turn I'll that around. Up. I'll be there this week or Great. next week, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ready. Do you accept that yesterday, the 21st of July, was the 50th anniversary? You know what? Of- I did my calculations and said, I, I assumed that we were a day ahead, so it was a day before. <laughs> and I was thinking about you all weekend, thinking, how how far will it go before that polymath picks this up? Oh, I, I was just sitting on it to this very moment, so to get on the record. Uh, we were a little confused. We thought, so instead oh, no, of the 20th like, in America, oh, I, I thought it was the 90th, it was yes, the 21st. Yeah. Yes, because they're behind. They're behind. Yeah. Yes, we're yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. ahead. Yeah. And of course, I do have to pick you up as well. If we're going to start picking Stephen up, it's, we could be here all day. Uh-oh. This could be a whole separate podcast. I'm willing, I'm willing to come. I'm in that sort things. of mood today. Um, Sacrificial lamb. Parks Parks was a myth. Parks didn't Parks didn't really do it. It was, it was Honeysuckle Creek. It was NASA's uh, Honeysuckle Creek. Parks was involved though as well. They didn't transfer the signal though. They were sending telemetry. They, they picked it up. They didn't, they, they didn't, it, it came through Honeysuckle Creek. The TV signal came through Honeysuckle. So Creek. what did what did Parks do? Um, Parks was sending telemetry and talking with them, but it wasn't actually the TV signal. Right. And it was three the, seconds the ahead, was, I believe. The dish was a myth. That, that, that Not movie. completely, was it? It was it. Well, it was because Honeysuckle Creek doesn't exist anymore. That, that's that yeah. been moved to Tibbin Billa. Well, yeah. it was it dried up Billa. or something. Yeah. Um, you know no, why he's saying this, don't you? Well, because he's got the Canberra kid. boy. Exactly. Because yeah, Honeysuckle Canberra. Creek is in the ACT, yeah, yeah. as is Tidbin yeah, Billa. Yeah, yeah. I believe Fishwick is pretty upmarket these days. <laughs> Fish, yeah, it is. Yeah. It, well, that's actually no, Fishwick's. No, it's, it's pretty much now an industrial estate because the whole porn industry is gone because of the internet and the yes. fireworks. Fireworks gone. Gone. You get in Darwin because of the, the territory. Coffee's yeah. in though. Coffee. Oh, yeah. Even though it's industrial, there's, there's baristas there. Baristas there. Of course, yeah. there's baristas. Probably yeah, yeah, ex-leagues yeah. players. And Honeysuckle Creek, of course, the king. The king. <laughs> the king, not Parks. Parks are dud. <laughs> Only Elvis impersonators go there. <laughs> and thousands of them. Dennis is having a crack at you, Stephen, because you weren't here last week to take your. Meds for Dennis. Dennis wasn't here to administer his medicine for your defeat to the Raiders, Dragons v Raiders. No, 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 Come on. This is the point. In victory, you should shut the hell up. Exactly. Enjoy the ride. I had no medicine to administer, but it was pretty clear that he went nuts. That he had gone nuts. Ricky drove me nuts. I didn't go nuts. That's right. No, no, no. It requires a strong antidote to the virus that's Ricky Stewart. It's what's called kicking the cat. What you're doing is you're kicking the cat. You've made Ricky the cat and you're giving him a kick. Ricky. And you're angry because what you won't admit to yourself, and this is what you need to stand up, and let's look at the first thing on the agenda, dragons in crisis. Yes, of course. Stephen, Stephen the dragons are in crisis. No Stephen, one's denying that, Stephen, I can tell you 
that out dust. front right now. So why are you <laughs> kicking poor Ricky? Why are you kicking the cat that is Ricky? I'm well, not- R- Ricky was playing a car that I thought was very unseemly and so typically sticky, you know, like like defend one of his boy. men who'd done something pretty appalling whilst wallowing in victory. There was no sense that he was going, yeah, the boy's done good. You know, we played well. Um, sorry for the Dragons. See you later. See you next week. None I of that hope, shit. I hope Tim Lafayette's okay. Yeah, I hope Tim Lafayette's like, no, no, no. We, I mean, we went through this, didn't we? And Well, I think at least we can all agree that it was a spear tackle, can't we? And, and, and quite, <laughs> Dangerous throw. And trying to split those sort of, what, what's the word um, for, for Infinitives? The, no, the, the language sort of nerds, you know. Not Semantics? Semantic. Yes, yeah, semantic hair splitting. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. And I had every right to do it, I think. <laughs> when you lose so badly. Well, well, then apparently I'm here to not cop it because the Raiders beat the Tigers. Uh, very quickly on our opening discussion, Stephen, you and I both saw Apollo 11, the documentary. It was uh, pretty special, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, and, and really you're going to ask me what I did on the weekend? Yes. I watched documentaries on Apollo 11. <laughs> yes, there, a few, there were a few on, weren't there? Yeah, and the more, the further I went, the more I wanted to to know that of what I didn't know because as a kid, as you would agree, that, that we didn't really know the details too much and didn't I didn't know who to ask. You know, Now, of course, we've got YouTube and the internet to ask. And uh, my favourite one was uh, Neil Armstrong, First Man on the Moon, which was about the personal story from yes, his brother. And, and his yes. wife. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Yeah. His brother was so excited for him, wasn't he? And um, the other thing that we were talking about in the lead-up to this particular broadcast, or if that's the right word, podcast, footy cards. Footy cards, mm-hmm. oh yeah. And yep, yep, yep. you were saying, Stephen, that perhaps your entry to rugby league to a large degree was footy cards. Yeah, well, I, well, obviously, I think a lot of us hark back to our father, primarily. I think that's usually the tipping point for a lot of people. If it's not an older brother, perhaps. Yeah, for me, it was older brothers. Dad, older brother, dad yeah. was a Kiwi. Yeah, my so dad, my dad wasn't a footy yeah. fan. Right. So how how did you get involved in? Uh, just, I lived near Balmain Leagues Club. Yep. I lived at Hunters Hill, and yep. you would drive past the Leagues Club, and it had that uh, oval shaped sign with the tiger leaping oh. over and, and the And that, that's why you're a meth addict now. Ca- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you just follow the club. <laughs> <laughs> Captured my imagination. Well, my, my dad was a Newtown uh, born and bred originally, and then moved west. So he started with uh, Newtown Blue Bags, uh, and then he went to uh, Western Summers Magpies. But he never wore the colours, as you didn't then. They wore no, suits, no one wore colours. Suits and hats. So I think he was a modern chap and didn't wear his hat to the footy. A lot of men did. And I remember being dragged along. Uh, at the time, not really thinking too much about it because, I mean, you did what you were told. You know, I was an altar boy. I went to church. What do I think about that now? Very differently, you know. <laughs> <laughs> dragged along to the hill, um, walking up for Vaux Street with the thousands of people because it was a big deal, the match of the days, or match of the round, I should say. And um, I remember the, the sheer sort of unadulterated sort of violence bubbling under and the shouting and the screaming. In the crowd or in, in the, the crowd? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I, I I do remember just just the joy of hanging out with a whole bunch of fellows, I suppose, for want of a better term, kicking newspapers around, watching beer bottles fly on the wall in the in the sky. <laughs> and uh, But then, yes, there were the, the, the footy cards and I remember buying them and, and loving the smell of the bubble gum and getting the bubble gum out of them. Scanlons, of course. Mm, yes. And, and I, I get the smell of the bubble gum, but I wasn't a bubble gum guy, Dennis. I tended not to chew it. Well, I, I did. I remember early when I was at school, late seventies, early eighties. There was definitely like, they were a big deal. There was mm. also the sun blessed cards, the, the like the space race cards, which yes. you know, is applicable yes. now. We've got Apollo eleven, fifty years. Um, there was you know, explorers. There was ships of the sea. There was all sorts of things in these sun blessed cards. But the footy cards were the big one. And they did have that scent. Mm. Now I did. I resumed uh, after I left school, after I left university, I did resume my footy card collecting. <laughs> in Goulburn, I had nothing to do in 88. So I <laughs> did you have a book to put cards. them in? No, I didn't. Mm. Just uh, put a rubber band around them. <laughs> and 
I recall in 88 trying the bubble gum yeah. and thinking this is probably that they've in 1967 Scanlons have made 10 billion tons of bubble gum and yes. wrapped it up and this is still the same stuff that was manufactured you know 20 years earlier and it was horrible and it was dry and it was it was like I think the cardboard of the I didn't try it but I suspect that if you chewed the cards themselves mm. which were infused with the bubblegum scent that would have been more satisfying than the actual bubblegum but when they first came out and I don't know when they first came out but I imagine in the 60s it was when plastic was king science ruled all and mm. the synthetic was great and and I think they reeked of being synthetic Bright pink, smelling of some sort of raspberry, mulberry sort of oh, yeah. artificiality. It was just mm. beautiful synthesis of what was happening at the time. And they were sticks of bubble gum. They were, they were sort of flat rectangles, yeah. weren't they? I don't yeah. think you could get a stick of bubble gum now, could you? Oh, I think you can. Really you like still a can. chew form, aren't they? Yeah. I reckon you can still get it. You can get the uh, Wrigley's made up in Hornsby. I collected all it. sorts of cards. So I actually have a complete set of the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang movie cards. That and was why, actually, Chris? Well, I just got there, the complete set. They, they were sunblessed as well, weren't they? They were bred? No, 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 no. These were definitely uh, in the um, in bubble Scanlon type. What started that? What started that obsession? I just, I just love that idea that you bought the pack and you didn't know what was in it. Ah, and the frustration the of the, the high rotation cards is against swaps. the small rotation oh, yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I had uh, both Batman comic book cards and then Batman the movie, which was the Adam West movie. Oh. All the stills from that. I pretty much got a complete yeah, set of those. Wow, Chris. Yeah. yeah. Laughing. Remember laughing? Yeah, yeah. And they were interactive. They had like, you know, knock, knock on the cardboard would yes, open up the yes, jokes yes, and all yes. that sort of thing. <laughs> I've scored them all. Have you? Yeah, in a couple of boxes. Have you been to Comic Con? No. Yeah, Comic Con's yeah. on at the moment, actually, yes, or just yes. finished. Yeah. Um, they're doing another Top Gun. I don't know whether that's essential. I, I did, I, <laughs> only Tom Cruise, right? <laughs> <laughs> so no one else is in it? No. It's just Tom? Yeah, just Tom. It's just Tom. Like everything. Yeah. And speaking of, <laughs> speaking of Top Gun, it makes no sense to immediately go to three words, dragons in crisis. Steve. Dragons are definitely in crisis, and it is a funny old thing when you're when – you, do you actually look at your own – Team Facebook page when they win or lose, particularly yeah. when they lose. Yeah. Yes. And what's what's the general tone shift between winning and losing? Well, marked. The actual, marked. <laughs> the actual club, the actual club, the Raiders club. They're pretty diplomatic either way. They don't go over the top. Unlike Ricky, they don't go over the top with the win. They don't go you know, yeah. underneath with the loss. Yeah. But it's the fan pages. That's where the difference is. With yeah. the, particularly with Raiders fans, if there's even a sniff of a loss, even like, <laughs> we beat the Tigers on the weekend, and people are saying we've got to sack this person. This person's ridiculous because wow. you know in that second half, if we, if we played it, sorry. Sorry about this. Yeah, right, here we go. a decent team, we would have lost. Yeah, exactly. Like, wow. <laughs> so that, but, but because of that, people are attacking each other and, and, and having a go. Yeah. It's like, what, wow, just go with the team. Like, so, so I'm not Pat Malone that way? No. 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 <laughs> no. And, because it has been very merry for a long while now. Right, and on the <laughs> axis, <Mary>. <laughs> axis of <laughs> you've got – well, I mean, there's sort of a, a few things in play here. Uh, they can't oust-douse anymore. He's no longer the problem. Merry mm. comes into focus, but he's been extended – now, you had your raft of origin players back on the field, but no Ben Hunt. And I don't know if you caught Michael Ennis, but he was scathing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, they're yeah. saying you got 1.2 million bucks tied up in this guy. Yeah. He said, you're the orchestra. Yeah. I think he meant the orchestrator. Yes. Uh, or the conductor. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, you owe it to the other 17 blokes, oh, and he meant 16 blokes. In the rooms that we're yeah. trying to win a premiership, is it Hunt? Is it Mary? Is it? And and this is one thing that does bother me is that um, I, I'm a, a proud supporter of the merging. Uh, I'm not does not fussed by it, but I also think it, it's become a little bit Wollongong centric. Right. So you're blaming Illawarra. Here we go. No, I'm not blaming Illawarra. I'm just saying they are traditionally a little bit more secretive, and because they're out of Sydney, I don't think people notice so much until some really bad shit hits the wall. <laughs> so you, 
You're, you're steep in the history of the Illawarra rugby league scene, are you? They're no, I'm secret. not. What are you saying is happening I down have, in Wollongong? I have noticed, though, that... Is there a fiefdom? Are you after that word? No, I've just Laura noticed that they're not, they're not so forthcoming on information and you have to sort of dig around. So, yeah, why was Ben Hunt not on the field? I have no idea. So you're saying that the Barretts and the McGregors behave differently to, dare I say, the Browns and the Coins who could be looking for a job right now. <laughs> <laughs> is, is this the way to solve it all? Mark if Coyne, I knew where to point my finger, Chris, I would. <laughs> <laughs> what do I be thinking that right now would be a good time in the Illawarra and the St. George area to maybe open a hardware shop and start selling pitchforks and torches. Yes, yes, yes. Simpson <laughs> style would be glorious. Yeah. Well, I, uh, <laughs> even even Mary says he has no idea. And if that's not the sign of a coach who doesn't know what's going on, he admits it. We were actually talking, Stephen, before you joined us this morning. Like, you always say certain sets of fans are certain sets away. They're yeah, all yeah. crazy, right? But there's something about Dragons fans. And there's a sense that you guys sort of carry an air of being a more successful team than with the exception of the 11 and 11, mm, yes, then you yes. actually are. Have you, <laughs> as Canberra or West Tigers, ever got the wooden spoon? Uh, the West Tigers have not got the wooden Sorry, spoon. Sorry, okay, Balmain. Well, possibly, I don't know. <laughs> the the Raiders, they got the wooden spoon in 1982, yeah. in their first year they got the spoon, and every year since then Gus Gould has tipped them mm. to get the wooden spoon. Is that right? But they've never There's got the paradise. St. George has never got the wooden spoon. That's right. Well, never two away. Nor has Manly, yeah. I believe. Is that right? Mm. I'm saying that? No, Manly's never that, got it. That, yeah, they, they haven't had and it. And don't go looking up the history books, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're wrong. They lie. Speaking of Mark Coyne, mm. the, you know, the controversy and what will happen today or this week uh, in terms of his uh, transgressions whilst being a member of the Australian Rugby League Commission, I know you guys all read Paul Kent. And Paul Kent is taking on the world at the moment. So he's dived in on the coin issue and said he's a great man. He's sort of cleaned up the joint uh, being the commission and there's no way he should be stood down. On the other hand, Roy Masters is crying cover up and suggesting that some of the commissioners may well be in it and they should be surrendering their phones. Now, this this will only be resolved when Peter Beattie gets back. And Peter Beattie, who's been on this actual podcast... Mm. Apparently he's holidaying in the Kimberleys. Yes. And when we had the off-season from hell... Out of range, is he? Yeah, he's yeah. out of range. Yeah. He was down amongst the icebergs. So... The which? He, during the off-season from not, hell... No, not at Bondi, actually. No, yeah. In, in <laughs> he was actually down in the Antarctic. I mean, so oh. has the coin issue uncovered something more significant than that is that he's a commissioner chair in absentia, Peter Beattie, and Look, that's... Can, can I just say two things, Chris? The head. Everybody deserves a holiday, and everybody deserves a night on the piss. All right? <laughs> Come on now. Where, what are we, where are we going with this? <laughs> was Coyne on holidays, or was he working? I think he was on holidays. He was... I don't think he was part he of the family, wasn't he? he? He wasn't with... The, the commission was separate. He they, certainly, they he certainly separate. wasn't over for the Rugby League International Federation mm. meeting, where a week after Coyne was detained... Yes, they we, were there. Greenberg and Beattie were... Merely a kilometre away, unbeknownst, apparently. It mm. all sounds very odd, doesn't it? So should he, So you've got your three options with coin. Obliteration, mm. suspension, uh, or keep him going. What would you do? Keep him going. Keep him going? Mm. Yeah, keep him going. Right. Mm. So double standards, no worries. No worries. <laughs> players, have <to> self-report. <laughs> players have to self-report if they get a cold. Isn't, isn't there some yeah. con- condition that it, it's, um, it will be contempt of court for him to self-report? Until it's, until no, it's well, out. that's a lot of conjecture that, that you're insulting... Conjecture? The locals, or you, you would prejudice your case, but the, um, the the voice of reason, and I refer to course of Danny Wildler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Danny balanced. Danny, so, yeah. Danny Wildler has settled down on this, and I think a lot of the journo's are now running with this because I heard Webby talking about it on the Sunday Footy Show as well. Is <laughs> the yes, you've you know there might be some protocol to observe before you're charged in the local Singaporean community. Mm. I wouldn't know, but you'd think a discreet call to your boss, i.e., Peter, look. 
I need to understand this is going. Come and help me outside with me. I, yeah. Here's what's happening. The here. reason that Coyne didn't do that is because he's he's self-assessed the commission that it leaks like a sieve <laughs> and <laughs> that, that the press would have known about it instantly and he yeah. would have suffered public embarrassment. Yeah. So, But let's – Singapore, right? Yes. Not a league town. Definitely not a league not town. Not a league town. And not anymore. No, and not a, not a poor behaviour in rugby league town either. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Well, going back to the bubble gum, I think that's illegal over there. Exactly. Well, you can't spit it out or something. Yeah. I don't think you can actually you have can't, it. I think yeah. it's illegal. Is that There's right? also this really difficult system about it's really expensive to buy a car in Singapore. Because public, tra- public transport's exceptionally good. Yes, and, and you only can own it for a period of time. Mm. Yeah, so that they're really trying to discourage you from having your own motor vehicle. Yeah, you can't, that, you can't, have a, you can't register a vehicle that's over two years old. Whereas I was, my friend Peter Collar, who I took Parramatta fan out to the Eels game, uh, yes, against the Seagulls. Was he would have been happy with that. He wasn't. Uh, <laughs> he kept going, well, another try be good because for and against. You know, when you start talking oh, for and you're against, you're in big trouble. <laughs> uh, he made the point of reminding me, you know, around the Apollo 11 thing, the Seinfeld routine about only a man would go to the moon and take a car with him, <laughs> i.e. the moon buggy. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't really take cars uh, very far in Singapore. Now, Paul Kent, before we uh, get a song from you, Dennis, and I'm assuming it won't be about Paul Kent, but you really should write a song. Oh, about I would love him. a song about Paul Kent. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrating the funny bone of Paul Kent. I probably could do that because I have got that. Um, I don't believe him to the tune of I'm a believer about journalists, and uh, Kenty doesn't appear in that. I might need to rewrite that. Yes, Paul Kenty in there because yes. he's a lot of fun. He's well, a lot of He really is a fun cat. And uh, under his uh, main piece about the coin issue on the weekend, he had his little strip piece. He always has a strip piece. Yep. And this was about uh, Peter Sterling uh, having a bit of a go at Gordon Tallis for suggesting that uh, Josh Dugan might consider giving the game away because he's too bashed up, right? Mm. And he talked about my Triple M colleague, Gordon Tallis. Interestingly, Peter Sterling is also a Triple triple M M colleague of his. Uh, But he said, Peter Sterling, who's looking more and more like Vladimir Putin's grandpa every day. (laughs) (laughs) Or Dobby. <laughs> and I saw Sterlo at, co- at close quarters yesterday and put a picture on the fire on Facebook, and it's a fair fair analogy. Yeah. Uh, also, of course, uh, Ken had been uh, very, very uh, critical of Freddie Fittler and said he's fallen into the greatest amount of luck of anyone ever living or whatever. And he finished, He's earning his keep, isn't he? Yeah, and, and Sterlo said that just is an insult because of the months of preparation yeah. that have gone into the Fittler campaign. And, and does, Ken- he, does he bleed blue? <laughs> well, Can he? Well, he? yeah, he's trying to. Tried it. So he, he concludes by saying, and Peter Sterling, who was involved in one Origin campaign, which he lost. <laughs> Why do they hate each other so much? Well, it wasn't... Or do they? Wasn't it the thing that, that Kenty, um, he replaced Peter Sterling? So Peter Sterling was the Parramatta halfback and Kenty was there on the bench and for some reason they stood... Uh, it was to do with the reserve grade, something rather, and they stood Sterling down for a game, of, and he started in Parramatta. He started on the field. Yeah. As soon as the whistle blew, they took him off and put Sterling back on. Wow. Because he only played one, one in a Never game. forgotten, never for- forgiven. Well, maybe from Kenny's perspective, he felt, but for Peter Sterling, a pseudo-immortal, I could have been somebody. A, I could have been yeah. somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Yep. I'm pretty sure that was the one. It goes all the way had. back to there. Yeah. God, it must be tough when they are. I'm, I'm purely speculating. Environments. Like, Always <laughs> living in the shadow, is he? Oh, Kenny. Always, yeah. yeah. So he keeps stirring the mud, you know, just to get some reaction, something controversial, something a little bit hard-nosed. A little poke. A little poke, a jab. One day I'll be the number one <laughs> over on Channel 9. I'd love to get them all together. I'd love to get them all together here, but we won't. You're a free-loving we'll, guy, aren't you? Yeah, and I think uh, music is the great healer. It's the common language. <laughs> yes. And if you can write the ballad of 
Paul and Peter. <laughs> Peter and Paul. And Mary. And Mary. Peter, Paul, and Mary. It's all now. Then you actually have something good to put in your show, Dennis. Well, we're going to tune Dennis. What's your favorite right Peter, now? Paul, and Mary song? Oh, I'd be. Gee, Peter, Paul, and Mary. Yeah. Um, no, not favourites of mine. They didn't do Puff, did they? Uh, did they? No, that was that was the Seekers, wasn't it? Puff the St. George Dragon. But Peter, Paul and Mary are probably their most successful tilt was uh, their cover of Blowing in the Wind, was it? Probably. The Dylan song? Who hasn't? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dennis. Look, I've got a song for you, Yes, Chris. they did Puff, Living on a Jet Plane, If I Had a Hammer. Ah, yeah. Ah. Ah, there you go. <laughs> this is one which I, I've... Um, Look, I, I don't know. You would have seen the press conference because I personally, you asked about whether uh, after a game do I go to the website what to look for. I look for Ricky's press conference, and that's I hold off all my I reserve my judgment until I've seen Ricky's press yes. conference. And did you seriously look at the mirror and question yourself? Am I really a true league fan? Was that a spear tackle or not? Did um, he make you question your own oh, was, set of beliefs? No, it wasn't a spear tackle. It was a dangerous throw. Spear tackle was hand between the legs. <laughs> hand between the legs and driving down. Nicky didn't get his hand between the, the legs. The definition, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. It is. Look at it. Ask Blocker. Go and ask Block. Block was on the commentary saying, no, it's yeah. not a spear tackle. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was all speedy. Speedy came out and said, How old was Ricky, tackle. by the way? Ricky, he's 51, I think. So I'm older than Ricky. Mm. I reckon I've been following rugby league longer than he has. <laughs> And he, and he reckons I don't know. He was a school. That's, that's what he's basically saying. He would have started you after <laughs> spear tackle was, you know, it, it wouldn't have happened. He started, like he was playing um, Wallabies. Okay. He was playing rugby for the yeah. schoolboys in 85. Essentially, essentially a classic tackle was around the legs and you drop down at the ankles and they go down, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if you, like a spear in one straight line, upside down and put them into the turf, I would think that's a spear you tackle regardless of technically how it's handled. And you drive him down. Between so the legs is like... Nicky didn't drive him down. You realise this is not a visual medium. That's post-2000 nonsense. That's, Nikki, that's, that's like old new school but stuff. But it's about driving down. Nicky didn't drive him down. Oh, no. He you're overbalanced. <laughs> you're talking about Chotrick's Nicky as opposed to Ricky. So we get, yeah, Nikki, we get the Nikki sense out doing the mathematicians yeah, and go, yeah, well, got speed. him on the neck, not the head. At speed. Absolutely. guys. Look, you got his three weeks. What are you complaining about? Should have got six. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a good kid. Him. There's and no malice in him. No, you know? there's no malice. I was worried about him. Worried about his state of mind. Yeah, look, all he was asking is, can I, can I play footy? Can I play can footy? I play What's going to happen? He's a good kid. He's like the, you know, like Bailey Simon. No malice in him. They go, no and, visit, they go and visit sick kiddies in the hospital, you know, like Chansey yeah, Nickel yeah, Clocks yeah, out. Another yeah. good kitty. Yeah. You know what Chansey Nickel Clocks out did this week? He was he was buggered. He was busted. He had yeah. broken hip and his calf was gone. He was just absolutely belted by the brutes of the He's still helping our ladies across the street. He's helping our ladies. But the post-match interview was the most glorious post-match interview. I don't really think so. Rangels. The, the AB, ABC's um, completely impartial Tim Gore, famous mm. for his impartiality, yes. said to him, "Are you? How are you going, Chansey? Are you injured? Oh, mate, pretty much. Yeah, everything's injured. Everything's sore. Everything's hurting." And Tim said, "Is there any part of you that isn't injured? You know what Nickel Clocks that said? Mm. My heart. Oh, God forbid. His heart is an injured. I'm not pulling out the violins. Oh, you mentioned he's broken a hip. The, the media reports were a bit ambivalent. The trainer was interviewed, and it." Seemed to say he said, I think I heard a click or a crack. And I think it was the trainer who was referring to the crack. And I said, that's some loud crack. Yeah. Yeah. Or it might have been Chansey himself heard something go. He's, he's got a good size butt, Chansey, if you have a look at it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there'd be quite the crack in there. And I wouldn't be surprised if he heard something. <laughs> he's got a decent snoz as well, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a good looking young man. He's got the, the top knot. The top knot works on him. What's as his well. surnames again? Nichols Clockstat. Where's that when, from? What's, when the, they, what's the origins of that name? Oh, Clockstat's. Um, he's actually he's from Cook Islands, but I don't know. There's a lot of Nichols clock stats. That sounds like something where Trump came from, doesn't it? 
The Cook Island. <laughs> no, the name. <laughs> Somewhere in the back of Germany. Well, Nichols is probably English. Klockstadt could be Dutch or Dutch is yeah, it could yeah. be yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but um, anyway, you've got a song for us. I have, I have. And this is this goes back again to the press conference. And um, Chris, this one's specifically for you. And you're looking very reluctant. We got to harden up. We got to harden up. We're just too soft. We got to harden up. Otherwise, I'm gonna blow my top. We can't compete for 20 minutes and just go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Ooh, we got to harden up. Look in the mirror and we what you got, what you got, what you got, what you got. We let in two soft tries. We let in two soft tries. We let in two soft tries. Match was irate. His skills were green. He lost again to the green, green machine. Harden up. Harden up. They read him tough down camera, Queen B and Way, don't they? Hey? I thought, Dennis, you said that you don't come here to administer <laughs> Gloat. a no, yeah. I just, I'm just quoting from Madge. From Madge, who's a camera boy, of course, and Madge who, uh, funny enough, he wasn't on the field with all the X-Raiders on... Um, there were a hundred of the old boys down there celebrating the 30th anniversary of the grand final. I, I'll do a whole episode about how I feel about that particular <laughs> sure. game. And you do it on your own, won't you? Yeah, that's right. But I, I had a pretty ordinary Saturday because I went out and saw the Roosters play. And, oh. and again, you're at the old girl. You've got the sun beaming into your eyes for the whole game. I mean, it literally, you know, there's that very famous thing at Cafe Del Mar out in Ibiza where the... As the, as the sun dropped below the horizon, mm. they've been playing chill music and then the DJ drops the beat. Yes. Like, that was the same at the Roosters game. The sun is finally out of your eyes as the referee blows full time. <laughs> and, <laughs> and tell me about Robert. Uh, well, well, a couple of things. Because I had to endure it with uh, some of those Roosters fans that I sit there with community service reasons. I had Stephen Gorry crowing throughout oh, the no. second half. So I'm already in a bad mood. Robbo is Robbo does a motivational video at the start of each game. He's getting redder, isn't he? Yeah, it, florid, florid, and and, and, <laughs> and it's it, it is like a Scientology recruitment oh, video. God. You know what the rooster way is, and you know, and it, it's images of tackles and whatever, and just sort of it's, it's nauseating, isn't it's it? Awful. Oh, it really is God. awful. It's mind control. Yeah, yeah, it's mind control. And then I hop, and then I hop into a car with my mate Peter Thornton, who just came along just for the hell of it because I can't find anyone to come with me. No. And I have to listen to the Tigers go down 10, 12 oh, zip man, after what a horrible 10 day. minutes. It's just awful. Then I come home, of course, and you know what? They're brave and they're resilient and they get beaten because they started to compete. <laughs> yeah. And you just – the cliche that you ta- attach there, Dennis, about the game goes for 80 minutes. I mean, it really does, doesn't it? And what did Mrs. Yeah. Brown say? You know, you may love rugby league, but it certainly doesn't love you. <laughs> Hey? <laughs> but, a day like that. Thank but, you very much. But, but, you know, the people actually covering the game at Fox seem to have some clue because they kept cutting to Madge and Stony Face doesn't describe. He comes from where? Your area? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's Stony he's, Face. He's a Sinetti's boy. Yes. From the Limestone Plains, from the Monero. He, he was sort of, sort of, sort of. Sort of, sort of. Even though his arms weren't folded, you could see metaphorically they were tense. Was he's he? slightly in back, and he was glowering, and yeah. he, he's. His expression didn't change one iota. It was like, you know, the range that Charles Bronson used to bring oh, to the yes, movies. Yes. Every time they cut back, he was just there seething. Mm. And then 
the press conference almost disappointed me because I heard Madge goes ballistic, but it was just very measured. Mm. And you know, you know, a coach is starting to get the bottom of the barrel when mm. they do go not only the harden up club yeah. card, but the have to have a look in the mirror card. Yeah, yeah. he pulled. He's on the, the verge of go- um, kidney stones, isn't he? He's on the verge of being Mary McGregor. That's Mary McGregor. Mary, Mary, he's okay. Mary's the Empress New Clothes. He just doesn't understand, doesn't get it. What we all see, <laughs> well, you know. You know what? You know what? You know <laughs> what? Happy. You know what? I mean, your game, Stephen. I I felt for you because you looked like something just before half time, uh, and the really. second half. Oh, was this a capitulation? Yeah. And for a very for the first time in my life, I was watching the game at my brother's place, and literally with about twelve minutes to go, I said, "That's it, I'm out. Yeah, you, I'm you, driving you're home." Giving up rugby league? I I couldn't watch anymore. I could so not. You're watch. never going to watch rugby league again. I am. Did you go? But on that particular moment, I couldn't do it. Oh, I, I thought you were saying you've given up. I'm no, out. No, I'm no. done. I'm going to the Swans. <laughs> <laughs> it's that bad. Gee, you're, yeah, you're pushing it there. Mary's Mary's presser. Yeah, he said. The supporters are hurting, the coach is hurting, and <laughs> third person, some players are hurting. Some players. What does that mean? That's very pointed. Some it's it's all a bloody mystery, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And it's because that's the Illawarra thing. It's all secretive. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you've got to add about the Raiders game, Dennis? We may as well get it out now. Um, oh, look, I thought it was great having um, Ciro out in the field doing the Viking clap. Uh, the, the, a few ex-Tigers uh, out there celebrating. I do think it's actually very sporting that they turn up. And I do think, you know, they all, um, you know, you hear Blocker talk about the game now and, and they don't watch it, they don't want to talk about it, but they will say, you look at that team and we were we were the favourites uh, at the time, but then you look at what that team went on to become and they were, you know, they were up against a team of virtual immortals. I think they've done one of those things where they get Blocker, Ciro and Benny to watch yeah. the vision for Fox yep. like they're doing now, you know, reliving. I, I, Blocker had never seen the game, I believe. No. So that's a, they're obviously playing him some money to go through that experience. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I don't want to go into it now. Because can, I, can, yeah, I, yeah. can I throw a couple in? Yeah, sure. Is Darius back, baby? Darius, who's da- Oh, that, that's, that's the old fullback. Yeah. yeah. Is he so back? I don't Broncos. know. Well, Belinda Sharps certainly started up there yes. at Suncorp. Is it Suncorp or Suncorp? I was disciplined the other day and told the She started up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would say Suncorp, but people are telling Suncorp. me. Yeah. You've got to say yeah, Suncorp. Yeah, you're right. News Corp, right? It's Americanization, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. News Corp. Yeah, it. I don't know if Darius is back because, let's face it, the Bulldogs ain't no litmus test. No, they're not. One below us. Um, I, think, nice. I think it's Suncorp because it's um, the Sun Corporation rather than the Sun Army Corps. Like you have the Australian New Zealand Army Corps, C-O-R-P-S. Mm. So it's not. It's short for I just go back to what Stephen said. It's not News Corp. Yes, it is. Is it? Corp. They're News Corporation, aren't they? They're News yeah. Corp. Yeah. People Are say they News Corp, Who says News Corp? I just did. Hey, uh, nice it? to see the Warriors beat Cronulla. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the beautiful thing about that game, I don't know, was, was this in here? That the, the, the field goal, mm. there was not a single player in the Warriors squad who'd ever kicked a field goal. Is that right? And we saw that the previous week in the extra time in the Broncos that they were lining up the likes of Nicarima and they had no clue. Wow. So Blake, so Blake Green, he says, you know, the sort of calibre of player that he's played with the likes of DCE and, uh, yep. um, oh gosh, who else has Blake Green played for? Who hasn't so he? So many clubs. Has he played with JT? Yeah. So he's played, Blake Green has played with six NRL clubs and two Wigan clubs. And if you go on his player profile on the uh, Warriors website, he says the most important quality to him and a human is loyalty. <laughs> Just speaking of number of clubs, there is, of course, uh, Dunamis. Dunamis meaning the power of God in Greek. Dunamis Louis, Louis scored a try. And that means that he, 
it's his first try for the Raiders in five years. Uh, he's had four clubs. You, what was it? What was the Latin again? Not Latin. Dunamis. The Greek. Dunamis. Yes, meaning Means the power of God. Not much power then. Well, taking five years. Yeah, it's taken, <laughs> but he scored. He scored a try for. The Broncos, when okay. he played there, he scored a try for Manly. Yeah. He didn't score a try for the Dragons, oh, no. which means he literally has played for more clubs than he has scored tries. Yes. Which is a great statistic to have. How did you find that one out? <laughs> it, it, it's interesting. We're jumping around here because we love to do that rather than get too uh, bogged down in detail. Shandor Earl scored for the Storm the yesterday. Door. Right. Uh, the boys really got around him. Someone said, why, why did that happen? And I said, well, yeah, I think he's their man, if you know what I mean. Like Shandor <laughs> yeah, has the good man. stuff. Well, he's, <laughs> they're waiting for the man, were they? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, uptown New York. But yeah. uh, he hadn't scored a try in NRL for six years, primarily because he'd been drug yeah, banned. He hasn't played for six years. Right. Is that the biggest gap between tries scored in the NRL? You just said Louis five years. It's, can you imagine anyone else who took more than six years it's to score? Because he actually got quite a few for the Panthers, got quite a few for the Raiders. There was, of course, Dorgerson, for Jandor Earl and Blake Ferguson, Blake Ferguson was Dorgerson. <laughs> and they were a great combination. Uh, then he got the band. Then he came back. And then didn't he do his hip or his knee? Like he had to have his – I think he did his knee. So he served his five-year drug ban. Then he's got it at the first training session. It's not glamorous, is it? No, it's mm. tough. No, stuff. it's hard work. Look at Chansey Nickel Klockstad. <laughs> the um, heart's not injured though. The, 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 the sort of the Friday and Thursday games had a lot of controversy swirling around about penalty tries. So Oates was given a penalty try, competing for a ball as it headed towards the dead ball line in the uh, Broncos Bulldogs game. There was conjecture about it. Whereas your boy Dufty comes across and is penalised for a shoulder charge on Brent Naden. Okay. Who is clearly going to score the try. I'm going to do a Ricky here, right? And he doesn't even... The the penalty is issued, but he's not either put in the bin or having a penalty try awarded. Can I say why? Yes. There's there's an actual bylaw on that that says if you're under 40 kilo, it doesn't actually come into play. I see. Yeah. So it's okay to ragdoll him around because he's so little. He's only about 4'12", you know that, don't you? 4'11", I should say. Dufty. He's quick. He's he's quick, 42 kilo. Okay to rag on him. But when it comes to shoulder, oh, that's a bit menacing. He's just too little. Well, Viliami Kikau was subsequently put in the bin for what was bounced around between being a shoulder charge and being late, and it looked like potentially neither of those. it wasn't a spear. Yeah. James Maloney goes up the referee and says, what about the Dufty thing? And he goes, go away, James, you're talking nonsense. (laughs) And for once, I thought Maloney was talking sense. Yes, That's what threw the referee. <laughs> but whereas Fafita on yeah. Burr, Lachlan, is it Lachlan Burr uh, playing for the Warriors, Fafita was uh, sinned in yeah. for a shoulder charge that was high and yeah. off the ball, you, you may have, you, which is all right apart from that. But you may have heard in boxing there are, there are weight weightings. You know? Weight divisions. Yeah, weight yeah. divisions. You might have heard that, Chris. Featherweight, lightweight, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it should happen in bas- basketball, I think. You, know? right. you should have um, over seven-footers and... Between six and seven footers, and so you've got different competitions according to your you know, size. So you'll be saying that Chrissy Sandow could shoulder charge um, Sonny Bill Williams, yes, but not vice versa. Vice versa, yeah. That's why Fafita got done and Duffy didn't get done. Simple, it's common sense. Picking on the little bloke, picking on the don't pick bloke. on the little bloke. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You guys both being huge fans of basketball, you remember last year the big fight in the World Cup qualifier between oh. the Boomers and the Philippines? Yeah, right. yes, that was actually a genuine fight. Yeah, yeah there genuine was chairs. Fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Filipinos, big basketball fans, but yeah. their professional league actually had a height rule. Yes. So you were, they had import players, uh, one of whom was Dwayne McLean, who played for the Sydney yes, Kings for a number of D-train. years. D-Train. D-Train. Yeah. Um, good mate of your mate, Rodney O. Rodney O. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> he was a gentleman too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't be taller than in the old uh, uh, imperial Talk. system, six foot six. Wow. So there was a height limit because there was no local Fair Filipino player 
over six foot six. Yeah. So is is wow. is is there a competition for people like Mike, like under six foot, uh, under five ten in Australia? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Start it up. Discrimination, pure and simple. Start it up. Imagine up north, the Cowboys took on the. I guess they're coming back, South Sydney Rabbitohs. And I thought the Cowboys looked home for all money. And then I think he's Luagi. What's what's the name? I can't quite remember the name of the debutant on the wing. But he dropped the ball, I think, when they were up Mm. uh, 18-12 or something and would have sealed the game. And then from there, the the Rabbits came back. A couple of things that stood out to me – Ethan Lowe, who's you know now the, the hottest name in rugby league. He's reborn, isn't he? I love him. I just love him to death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and isn't it funny how your blood starts to boil or curdle, whichever it goes, with certain teams because of certain players? Now, no Berger on the field felt really good. Yeah. It, was a, it was a pleasure to watch. South Sydney were actually fun. Yeah. And as I said, the chickens of Townsville could you know, roam free. Roam with free. In, with impunity. <laughs> with no fear. <laughs> but, but, but the surface of 1-300 miles of Smiles Stadium, it was like it was... Is it miles of Smiles? Yes. Yes. It was pockmarked. Like, the, the, the turf was being churned up. And it kind of looked appropriate because, as you know, I feel Ethan Lowe looks like an extra from The Walking Dead. Yeah. So you think he's come out of his grave? Literally, yeah. he's, he's sort of emerged. Well, what's, what's, out the, of, what's, half, what's the film about the monster from the swamp? Uh, the Swamp Thing. The Swamp Thing. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, it comes out. You know, and I think that John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd have done such a film where they go into a toxic swamp and they come out with all that mud and grunge all over them. That's him, isn't it? There's so many. There's the Toxic Avenger, of course. <laughs> there's the creature from the Black Lagoon. And then there's Black the Cronulla Southern football team. <laughs> Stadium. Well, funny you should mention that. Yes. You know, the Ooh. press is broken. Have you heard? We were speculating about this, but have you heard about this? Please tell, tell us. us. So I think Buzz has reported this. Oh, therefore it's true. Yeah. Okay, here we I'm go. Buzz. buzz is a big listener to this. The Cronulla Sharks will shut down their league's club and move all home games away from Shark Park for two years to allow builders to complete the final stage of their Woolaware redevelopment. Ten home games will be played at Cogra Oval, mm-hmm. two in Darwin and on, mm-hmm. and on the Sunshine Coast in 2020 and 2021. Are they paying for the, uh, you know, the, what do they call it, the clean-up crew, the, just, you know, the antiseptic crew to come in and you know, take away and all the toxins? detoxify. Yeah, after each game. The hazmat suits you know? and everything. It'd be just like that scene, remember with E.T., when they finally worked out where E.T. is and all those faceless yeah. people in those hazmat suits yes. and big tubes. After every time they step on the field. That's right. Yeah, yeah. At, at Cogra. Yeah, Cogra. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I mean... They're going to be three million in the hole for lack loss of poker machine profits, plus the cleaning costs. This this redevelopment better take. This better is going to be off, really yeah. interesting because it could be it for the sharks. Cogra, Cogra no longer belongs to the dragons. Like the, there's been that um what's that game that has it, the, they it had the never round has. ball? Like, like it's, it's soccer, but they don't like it. Yeah, they just, they just rent it and yeah, they they but run they it, had it exclusively. Yeah, they rent though. it at a loss at every game. But they that, had it exclusively. They don't have it exclusive anymore. No. So now that because of the redevelopment of um, the footy stadium, uh, they've. They've, there's been other games played. There's been rugby yeah. played there. There's been. Oh, I think I think there. the Dragons should move move to the Moore Park. You think there's should? no stadium there right now, Steve? No, when they when it opens up. Really? Again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Share it well, with the Roosters. Just go to the SCG. That and South. Because the SCG was their home ground during the eleven years. It was never before never again. Fully camped there. Bring it, bring it back there. Never Make that their home ground. Have you got the book? I've got the book. If you want to read. <laughs> I've got the book. I've got Mike Gasney's book. Have um, you just? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we will we will take our uh, voice memo recorders to a Cronulla home game when Cronulla takes on the Dragons yeah. and takes Cog- Stephen with us. And Cogra. And just listen to oh. the squirming. It is a slow dissemination. Is that, no, no, what's the word? Decimation, I should yeah. say, of the Dragons and its home spirit, isn't it? With the fact they've down south so often now they live down south oh they don't all live down there but they mostly they obviously train there get their rehab down, down the there gong. 
Hey? Down at the ironically named Wind Stadium. I love the gong and everything, but it is a merge. Yeah, you know, it's a combo- yeah. dismantling combo- is the word I'd be looking for. Uh, <laughs> if you if you caught the Storm and Titans, there was a lot of excitement early as 400 Cam threw a, a sloppy pass that was intercepted by Branko Lee of all people. <laughs> no, it wasn't and, that beautiful. And uh, the Titans led uh, 12 0 early, but uh, no lift from the Brennan sacking. I mean, St Kilda in that other game had a big lift from sacking their coach, but no joy for the Gold Coast. Well, they did. They had about seven minutes of joy where they scored 12 points and then that was it. Who, who are the front runners to coach them now? Well, there's it, a huge queue. Yeah. And uh, uh, Cameron Smith would be uh, first and foremost, you would think. And what's Mal's role again? <laughs> uh, manager of performance and culture. <laughs> How good is that going? <laughs> well, he sacked Brennan. That's a start. Yeah. Okay. No, no. You, you, your actual candidates are Justin Holbrook. Yes. Uh, Kevin Walters. Yeah. The Walker brothers. The Walker brothers. Uh, the, Trent Barrett. Right. Trent Barrett. But uh, Buzz Rothfield has put his weight behind uh, Jeff Toovey. Yeah. yeah. Toovey's actually said, I'd be interested. Yeah. And the reason Buzz Rothfield's put his weight behind Toovey, Toovey's been an occasional panellist on Controversy Corner on Fox League. Yeah. And the traditional uh, Sunday night, they have a Thai dinner. And they, and they say that he says that Jeff Toovey is the guy who cleans up after all of us, a la ah. Cooper Cronk and the New Zealand All Blacks. Yep. And he says he brings that sort of quality yep. to the Gold Coast. And let's yeah. face it, you would be cleaning Humility, up. Humility, attention to detail. And cleaning up a terrible mess. Cleaning up somebody else's mess, yeah. yeah exactly. Great. I've got to say, I was invited up to watch a Raiders Manly game by some disgruntled Manly fans um, a couple of years ago. When Toos was in. No, no after, they were disgruntled that. because Tooves was sacked. Because ah. Tooves, as it's well established, is the only person that actually loves Manly. Everyone else in Manly hates, hates Manly. Manly. Yeah, Peter yeah. Peters hates yeah. Bobby Fulton. Hates you know, the yeah. Pen. They all hate. <laughs> Everyone hates Manly right. apart from Tooves. So yeah. they sacked him. Yeah. And Tooves was there. Yeah. And he didn't go so far as to put on the Raiders jumper I bought for him. Ah. But he, you know, they were yeah. they had jumped aboard. And he cleaned Warriors. up your plate. Well, he'd, he'd, it was a Saturday afternoon <laughs> game. Paper plate. And Tooves had been fishing that morning and uh, caught a brace of flathead. In a newspaper? And he brought them along. Yeah. And he's up there. Jesus Christ style. And he's opened them up and he's, there was a lot of them. Yeah. And he's, I, I, he, he, during half time, he's just started rolling them in flour, putting a bit of no egg way. on them. And he boned them already? Yeah, Deboned them? Yeah. And he's cooked them up. And best, did he have loads of, loads of bread as well? Had. Yeah, he did. Yeah. On the hill? And it was, Goodness I gracious. was there going, imagine, I, I'm eating. Freshly caught, yeah. flatties, caught and cooked mm. and filleted and gutted and prepared. This is, this is straight out of a Regimon Basser painting, isn't it? It is. Yeah, and it makes me wonder. I mean, let's face it, he is an apostle of Des Hasler's. Mm. And Hasler yeah. is wreaking miracles mm. out manly way. Mm. Is Tuvi in on this? Yeah. Oh, I don't think yeah. he is. I don't think he you don't is. Tuvi's carrying Hasler. the holy water. Because I was out there yesterday at yes. uh, Lotto Land. Yeah. Fifteen and a half thousand of the faithful. They don't First get, time this year. Yeah, they don't yeah. get they don't get too excited out there at Manly. It, it you uh, know it was a good win. Well, they but, don't like Manly. Well, <laughs> in Manly they don't like them. This they, is right. They I mean, love them. Don't they, like they're them. kind of there under sufferance. I yeah, think. Yeah, of course. But uh, it was a um, a pretty uh, sparkling victory. Well, it's sort of a pox on the beautiful area, isn't it? Yeah, like a windmill would be, like a turbine. Yeah, exactly. Manly, we don't satanic we, mills, we got beautiful beaches and cafes. A la Abbott and Jones. We've got to go to Lotto Land and watch this bloody poxy football team. You know, but, but I guess I've got to. I got to. Yeah, part of the price of being here. And it's I like could, a tax, isn't it? <laughs> and, and, and unlike uh, the attitude that Tony Abbott and Alan Jones have to uh, wind farms and their satanic mill-like nature, one thing I'll agree with <laughs> Tony Abbott is. Uh, Brookie does need a lick of paint. I hadn't been out to Brookvale since uh, Blocker Roach patted Eddie Ward on the head when he was put in the sin bin. Oh. I was on the hill for that. Oh. So I sat. You haven't been there since then. Not since then. 
And when the game is over and I was on the grandstand side, in order to get out the gate, where the player's entrance is, you actually have to and climb. It's a, a cage or something, isn't it's it? A glass- ca- they said put a temporary cage there. Cage over it, yeah. Because you can walk through it um, yeah. early on when the the, 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 of course the, manly players, the preview right? game is it but once the actual main thing so you actually have to queue and get up the stairs of the grandstand and oh, over the no. side of the tunnel. it is primitive Jesus. and yeah. it felt to me like a huge hazard if there was an alien invasion yeah. and you blame Tony Abbott it, it, totally yeah, yeah. It wasn't able to get it through it is yeah. beautiful I think they've approved the centre of excellence yeah. and you know like they're, they're going to build they're going to dismantle the northern hill the family hill which I love the family hill it's a yeah. great place to watch footy and that when they kick the the conversion temp so that the yeah. kids mass underneath it to try and catch it. They're going to dismantle the good part, the family hill, and put a centre of excellence. And you just, where else has centre of excellence? Let's think. Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Penrith. Is it really a good idea? No. Is it really what you want? Tell Pen- me tell me this though. Did you see um, um, the famous, you know, uh, Charlie's Angels, you know, Manly Angels? Well, see, I was right the down. The beautiful women? I Eagles, was, I was, Eagles Angels. Eagles yeah, Angels. I was yeah, down at the sideline, so... There's not great viewing, but they're, they're, right. their sort of corporate area yeah, is sort yeah. of stuck at the back, and there's it's, big glass. It's, it's not weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it, it makes it Sarah Murdoch was she there? Huge. I think Sarah's off the bandwagon. Off the boilers, yeah, yeah. manly. Yeah. Oh, if they start winning, she'll jump aboard. But yeah. uh, let me tell you, they're uh, along with Canberra. They're the spoilers, manly. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Look, it's been another wonderful week, but you think so? It would. It would be. Remiss of us not to promote the hell out of everything we're doing. Dennis, you're on the road? I'm on the road, yes. I've done the uh, the actual geographical Queensland leg of the National Tour of Queensland. This week I was in the Riverina, went to Griffith and Wagga, out to the um, MIA, as they call it, the Murrumbidgee Irrigation Area. Nice. And that was great. Loved going to Griffith and seeing Griffith's kind of like little Canberra. Had a bit of Italian there. There's fantastic Italian restaurants. Had a look at the, the statue of poor old Don. Uh <laughs> Yeah, that was, boy, a lot of conspiracies around there. But no, that was great. So this week, what have I got this week? This week, we're going to Canberra. Oh, there you go, Canberra. home territory. And then I've got... Wool- Do you have a home crowd there? Do people recognise you Canberra. as being a local boy? Well, I get a bit more coverage in the papers, the home boy, com- the, the, the yeah. boy coming home. Um, Raiders sadly won't be turning up this year. We've got a few last year, but this year, they're playing in Penrith the day after. So they're going to be up ah. in Penrith preparing. Ah. But I am playing in the gong uh, the week after. Yeah. And... Um, I was on a, a local radio station, well, national broadcast. Better start saying nice things then. Well, the, he ambushed me with several songs that might not have been favourable towards the dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you might want to sh- share some of your views about what goes on down in the Awara that uh, Stephen has. Well, look, and you're right, <laughs> Blowing in the Wind is one of the Peter Paul and Mary songs. Thank you. Yep. Uh, if I Had a Hammer. Mm. I mean, geez, that used to drive me nuts, that song. <laughs> Can you sing it for me? I just stuck in your head. If I had a hammer, I'd hammer in the morning, I'd hammer in the evening. All over this land, that, that song. Yeah, if I had a, a hammer in the, yeah. all over this land, you know, it's actually Sun Yang's uh, theme tune. The Chinese swimmer who <laughs> smashed a vial of blood with a hammer, and apparently justified, according to reports. Can I say overnight. the picture be is I did I don't know some, I dig rock and roll music. Peter Paul and Mary, really? That's a winner, isn't it? That sounds I like dig. an akadaki isn't it? Yeah, rock and roll music. Stephen, anything you want to promote particularly? Uh, yeah, look, next Saturday night I'm going to be playing with some old friends. I'll be playing some tunes as a warm-up DJ to I'm Talking. And I'm Talking were a, um, a band that, that we coupled with, my band Flotsam Jetsam, back in the 80s. And we did our first tours together um, right around the country. We had a lot of, lot of fun together. Uh, they, of course, had the, the winning um, ticket. They had not one but two great female front singers, whereas we had one shit house. Bloke, <laughs> <laughs> so they were destined for greater things than we were, yep. but they only lasted one album, right? 
And a great album it was too. So the first time they're performing back in Sydney at, at all. At the Factory Theatre? At the Factory next uh, Saturday night, yeah. We have a live show at the Factory Theatre. Fire up Keepers of the Flame, 7pm Friday, 11 October at the Factory Theatre. Get yep. your tickets oh, now. Oh, that's going to be great. Factorytheatre.com.au. We will all be there. And guests featuring? Uh, it, Brendan Cow. Brendan Cow. Yvonne Sampson. Dave Ray. Dave Ray. Fantastic. And more to come. Dennis Carnahan. Yes, Dennis yeah. Carnahan. Well, I feel he's always core. Yeah. Uh, Riff and Pat, you've been at the controls of the Lunar Excursion module today. You want to promote anything you're doing? Just the show. Just the show. <laughs> uh, I'd like to make mention of the Beer Footy Food Festival as the Newtown Jets take on the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs right. at right. Henson Park next right. Saturday. Yeah. I will be there. And then going across to call... Pro Wrestling Australia, Call to Arms at Max Watts the same evening. I should also jump in and say I am playing another season of Mad Mondays at the Bridge. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to go August. along. Mm. I'm coming along for one of the latest shows, Dennis. I'll be away for a couple of weeks. You know that. Hardest working know. man, Dennis. Hardest working. Yep. Mm. Boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Being sore too. I'll tell you they breed him tough down that way, don't they? They breed him tough. My heart's the only yeah. part that's not hurting Concrete right Concrete in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for being with us. This has been More Fired Up on the Diamond Tina. Podcast Network. <laughs> All right. Yeah.